Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Boss, and I'm Grace. <laughs> I'm Bridget. I'm Courtney. And this is the Gossier. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you had a good holiday. I there's some stuff we're gonna cover that we missed. There's some stuff that is just now in the ether forever. So hope you missed us, but we're back. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. So our first segment, as always, is you have to tell me. It's been a couple of weeks, so there's plenty for us to tell each other. This is when we bring in our own gossip that we're going to tell each other about. So, Courtney, why don't you start us off by telling us arguably the most complicated thing we'll be talking about today. Hannah Brown's brother engaged to the ex-girlfriend of the man who won Hannah's season. This is Bachelor Goss. Yes, my favorite type of Goss. And this happened, I think, like literally the day after we recorded the last episode or something, because I remember being like, Fuck. So basically what you, the listeners need to know is that Hannah Brown was the bachelorette a few seasons ago. Is she the sex friendly one? No, that was Katie. She was like the relatable one because when she was on Colton's season of The Bachelor, she famously was told to make a toast and couldn't form a sentence. It was so (laughs) It was a real rags to riches story. It was, she literally just held up a champagne glass and was like, roll tad. I got to say, she uh, really dodged a bullet there. She sure did. She sure did. So much to people's chagrin, she was cast as the Bachelorette. I personally was excited about it because I thought she was kind of crazy. And it was a very fun season. She had a lot of really hot guys. She There was just a lot of drama because there was one guy who was super Christian and was trying to sex shame her. And she was like, I love having sex. And it was iconic. Point is that she ended up choosing this guy, Jed Wyatt. And this is a bullet she did not dodge. (laughs) No, she did not dodge this bullet. Oh, my God. So she chose him. He was a guy who came from Nashville. He always had his guitar, was clearly trying to do like a music career situation, which often happens on this show. The musician plays a bunch of songs and everyone's like, oh, my God, get over it. But he somehow made it all the way through, despite the fact that the second person she could have chosen from the in in her finale was Tyler Cameron, who is arguably the hottest man who has ever been on the show. He dated Gigi Hadid. Oh, wow. That's pretty hot. Oh, yeah. He like ascended. It came out after she chose Jed, like between the time she chose him and the time that the finale aired, it came out that he had had a girlfriend back home the whole time. Haley Stevens. Remember that name, Bridget. It'll come back. Oh, it'll come back. (laughs) Writing it down. So everyone knew that this was happening before the finale aired, that his girlfriend was coming forward, that he was with her the whole time and that he went on the show for his career. And he was like, we'll get back together when I'm back. Don't worry. And then when he came back, he just did not reach out to her. He was fully engaged. And he said, we're not talking anymore. Yeah. And so this whole thing went up in flames on after the final rose, which is the final show after the finale. They were not engaged anymore. Hannah had called it off. They had this epic video of her flipping through People magazine that had like the whole expose at the time. And she was like just reading about her fiance's like infidelity. Anyway, fast forward to now. Hannah Brown's brother, a man named Patrick, just got engaged to Haley Stevens, who was the girl that was with Jed when he won The Bachelor. Oh, and I believe how these two met in the midst of all this is that 
Haley wanted to talk to Hannah specifically because Jed was ignoring all her messages. So I believe Haley reached out to Patrick to get to Hannah to tell her about being Jed's girlfriend. And I believe that's how the two of them met. And now they're engaged. What a cute meet. A meet cute, a dysfunctional one. (laughs) It is. You have to kind of believe in love after hearing a story like that. Honestly, while I was doing my research for it, just like seeing the pictures of Haley Stevens and Patrick together, they seem happy. And I feel like they're not doing it to troll poor Hannah. Yeah. But it's just like the heart wants what the heart wants. If I were Hannah, there would be like some kind of calm to me that I would be like, you know what, as a Christian, as if I'm Hannah, I'm a Christian. God put Jed in my life so that Patrick could have Haley. There's something like kind of sweet about that. Like there was a reason I went through all that bullshit. Right. So that now my sister-in-law can be the reason my engagement ended. Yeah. You know, only the divine could write that. Yeah. That's, that's God playing a little joke. Now has Hannah said anything though about the hookup or the The engagement that I saw was basically like about his love life. I don't choose who my brother loves and who he wants to be with, but I love him and want him to be happy. She has to think it's weird, but I guess like, what can she say about it now? And you have to remember Hannah is currently on a press tour because she just wrote a memoir. Yes, um, God bless this mess. Which I am on hold for at the library. I will be reading it. Um, yes. From the library? <laughs> I I rent my Kindle books from the library. I'm going to put myself on the hold list for I'm that I'm a penny pincher. That's, I figured you would have owned that one being a Bachelor Nation book. I don't need that on my bookshelf. Probably it's only <laughs> it's probably only in hardback too. And I know I'm not paying more than well free because of the library. But if I bet that book is like thirty dollars yeah, right now. I'm not buying oh, that yeah. book, but I will be reading it. <laughs> Thank you, Los Angeles Public Library. Bridget, you have to tell me that there's a feud between The Rock and Elmo and the Cookie Monster? Oh yeah, baby. The feud of the ages. The first feud of 2022. (laughs) Exactly, this is is what we want this year to start off with. Yeah, on a good foot. So this all started with a video that came out on Twitter and I will share it with you because the sound is of course amazing. Gee, Elmo, that was my last one. Oh, that's okay, Gabby. Elmo will just get this one. No, no, no. Wait, wait, Elmo. What? Rocco says that he wants the oatmeal raisin cookie. Rocco? Rocco's a rock, Zoe. Rocco won't know the difference. Yes, he will. What? You can't have that cookie, Elmo. Rocco wants to eat it. How? How is Rocco going to eat that cookie, Zoe? Tell Elmo. Rocco doesn't even have a mouth. Rocco's just a rock. Rocco's not alive. So it's a rock. It's not the rock. Well, it leads to the rock. Um, And I'll tell you how. So in that video, Elmo is upset because Zoe's pet rock gets the cookie that Elmo wants. And Elmo's Uh, right to be upset. Yeah, that's fucked up. He made some great points. Yeah. Rocco sounds like he was getting what he wanted all day. And all Elmo wanted was a cookie. Which Rocco can't even eat. One might say Rocco doesn't even have feelings. I I think that's fair. I know I'm going to get a lot of hate in the comments for that, but I'm just saying rocks don't have feelings. Here's the thing. Elmo is having a renaissance on TikTok right now. This is the third Elmo sound to go viral on TikTok in like the past few weeks. 
and I'm, I'm here for it. It's, I mean, that is a good clip of, it's almost like an allegory for how we all feel about everything going on right now. That feels like a deep read. (laughs) And so of course, Twitter loved it. And this prompted Elmo to write his own statement, which I'll try to do my Elmo voice once again. Yeah, you're so good at it. Don't worry, everybody. Elmo and Zoe practice sharing and we're still best buds forever. Elmo loves you, Zoe. (laughs) Elmo doesn't want to talk about Rocco. Elmo said, I'm not. I'm keeping that bitch's name out of my mouth. And then he did another tweet. Has anyone ever seen a rock eat a cookie? Elmo is just curious. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I think that Elmo is asking the right question. But this question is what prompts our feud, because then who has to respond? The Rock. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, because he can't stay out of shit. He needs attention at every moment. And I'm, I'm not going to do a Rock voice because I can't even tell you what that really sounds like other than uh, like... Sounds like a chiseled man. Chiseled man voice. Well, it sounds like, you know, his um, rap verse where he goes, it's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. You know that song? <laughs> No, <laughs> that was viral on TikTok also. It's about drive, it's about power. We stay hungry, we devour. Put in the work, put in the hours, and take what's ours. Like in some more in my veins, my culture banging with strange. I change the game, so what's my, what's my, what's my name? <laughs> it seems to me as though The Rock is jealous that Elmo is more viral on TikTok than, El- uh, than oh. The Rock is. That's my and read. That would make sense because he comes in with Yes, my friend, this rock devours cookies, all kinds of cookies, smiling purple devil emoji and cookie emoji. No. Okay, honestly, that's arousing to me. I'll introduce you to hashtag cheat meals and it'll change your life. Tell Cookie Monster to move it over because I'm coming to Sesame Street to kick ass and eat cookies. And I'm almost out of cookies. We stay hungry, we devour. Signed, rock, emoji of a bowl, like a cow bowl, not a bowl bowl, not a bowl you put stuff in, but a, the animal oh, that has oh, so a bowl, a bowl, not a bowl. Yeah, yeah. You could have just emphasize the vowel. So I have a question. Did the cookie monster, did he weigh in? Did they yes. weigh in? So then after the rock sends out this tweet, what if I could do a cookie monster voice? You can. Me say cookie challenge accepted. That's a pretty good cookie monster. That was good. But okay, so we don't know what the bowl means. He also used the purple devil emoji. Is so th- is that that's not perverted, is it? No, it is. Okay, it the, is. It's perverted. The purple devil emoji is specific. It's very much like we're going to fuck. That's what that emoji. Okay. Is. And the cookies when he says eats cookies in the tweet. Yeah, no, he means eating a woman out. That okay. is very obvious to me. That's what the purple devil emoji says. I'm in complete and utter shock. I thought he was literally talking about cookies. No. Wow. And is it Elmo like a five year old eternally? Didn't we talk about this? Three. We talked he's three. He's three. three. Because he's not old enough to get his shot yet. But the new resurgence about Elmo on TikTok, Elmo is not only eternally three years old. Everyone's like, oh, Elmo is African-American. That's an accepted upon premise that Elmo is of an African-American from the Bronx. I thought you were going to say that he fucks is what I thought you were going to say. Who do you think is going to win this feud? 
Well, I think it depends on if they're going to eat cookies or eat pussy. <laughs> Grace, you have to tell me Wheel of Fortune. Do you say Audi? Audi. Incident. So on Wheel of Fortune, are you familiar with the rules of Wheel of Fortune? Oh, yeah. It's America's game after all. It is America's game. <laughs> if you're not familiar with Wheel of Fortune, basically at the end of the episode of Wheel of Fortune, the person who has done the best the whole episode gets to go to the bonus round. They spin a smaller wheel and they pick a prize and then they have to solve a puzzle by themselves. They get a number of letters. They get to pick some letters and then they have to solve this puzzle. If they solve it in time, they get whatever they got from the smaller wheel. If they don't solve it in time, they don't. They're often hard to get. So this woman, Charlene Rubish, made it to the final challenge. And the grand prize was, the grand prize is usually a new car on Wheel of Fortune. In this particular episode, it was an Audi Q3. Uh, the puzzle she had to solve was choosing the right word. And when she's solving it, she says, she's like choosing the right, choosing the right. And then she goes like word, right as the timer goes up. But Pat Sajak says, you have to say it all cons like consecutively. Um, so we're not, you can't win, sorry. And then he opens the envelope and goes, oh, it was the Audi, too bad. Because she takes a long pause between right and word. And Pat Sajak says, here's the quote from the article. This one's tough because you said all the right words, including the word word, but as you know, it's gotta be more or less continuous. We'll allow for a little pause, but not four or five seconds. So she says it all, but there was just a pause. So of course, everyone is like, dude, she literally said the right word. And then because Audi said, oh, bitch, we're going to get involved. They gave her a car anyway. They oh went above Pat Sajak's head. Just like the Germans undermine the Americans. Yeah. And I know that Pat Sajak is punching a wall. Oh, for sure. He's so pissed off because he is not beloved like Alex Trebek and he never will be. He never will be. He's like he's like out on like some rich person golf course, just like hitting his golf balls, really pissed off. Mm -hmm. That's what he's doing. Two gin martinis driving, uh, driving drunk in that little cart. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, where's Vanna? Where's Vanna? And Vanna's <laughs> like, take him home. Sony and Pat Sajak, no one at Wheel of Fortune has commented on Audi giving her a car. That's incredible. Was it the same car that she was going to win or was it like a better one? Oh, I actually don't know. I assume it's the same car. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I assume too. Audi just said they reached out to her. I bet they're going to be like, yeah, which one do you want? And she'll be like, oh, I guess I can. Uh, I guess I want like tan seats. <laughs> and then she's going to have to pay so much tax on it that she's going to be like, God damn it. This wasn't worth it. I know. I don't know. Those are pretty nice cars. Yeah, yeah, I probably is worth it, honestly. She won't have a car payment. <laughs> Courtney, you have to tell me Novak D Djokovic had tried to enter Australia unvaccinated. Yeah, are you guys familiar with Mr. Djokovic? Obviously, by no the way idea. I said his name, I'm not. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, yeah, he's like a renowned tennis player. And uh, he's won like Wimbledon a bajillion times and all the other fucking tournaments. And basically there's the Australian Open happening in the near future, like this week, next week. 
Novak Djokovic has not disclosed his vaccination status, but one can assume that he is unvaccinated because he has not disclosed. Yeah. His vaccination anyone who status. isn't disclosing it, it's pretty obvious. What yeah. You're doing. unvaccinated. Yeah. And he's from Serbia and Australia has a law that like you can't enter the country unvaccinated. However, Djokovic reached out to the like Australian tennis association or whatever the big company is that's running the open sure and allegedly got a medical exemption for not being vaccinated so he was like good to go he like lands in australia he's like on the tarmac he's stoked but people in australia were pissed to hear that he was coming and he was unvaccinated because they have endured a lot of shutdowns and things and they've the been like the best about the pandemic haven't they? yeah they i mean they, i am in new in zealand my opinion yeah. i feel like they in new zealand have been like handling it super well because they took a like zero tolerance aggressive from the beginning of, mm-hmm. yeah exactly which is why i think the country is getting tired because they've been so like so locked down in a well, way that, everyone like, else like americans are just just, shitting like, on any policy <laughs> Literally, literally, I'm just like thinking like Americans right now who are like, I don't want another shutdown. I'm like, we haven't even experienced like a real shutdown. You, yeah. Anyway, so he rolls up to Australia. He's like, I'm here. I'm gonna play tennis. He gets like detained at the border by the, I guess, like immigration, and he gets detained because I, the prime minister of Australia was like, fuck no. Uh, he basically told the Australian uh, Open Association that it doesn't matter what they said because they control the tournament, but he controls the country. And now Novak is being held in like an immigration detention hotel, which according to reports is actually like hotel, I think is like a nice, I I don't really know a a nice word for it because there's like Uh not a lot of fresh air. It's like, it's like actually more glamorous, glamorizing a situation that's like really bad because people are detained there who are trying to immigrate. I was going to say calling a hotel feels like it's it's like immigration for upper class. <laughs> they might have maybe it was facility. I wouldn't be surprised if they use the word hotel to hide so people. Yeah. So they're like, don't look at what we're doing to people who want yeah, to immigrate. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, of course. So anyway, he is not going to be able to play in the ter- Well, he's waiting for his case to be appealed. And it's gotten expedited, of course. So I think he's hearing on Monday whether or not he's going to be able to get to stay. And the there's, I think, like, part of the people in Australia are like, let him stay. Other people are like, fuck no. And it's just, like, another great example of an idiot, no offense, being like, I can do whatever I want. The rules don't apply to me because I've won Wimbledon. You know, what would have been easier probably than being put into this detention facility is uh, getting a free vaccine and then continuing to play your sport. He pisses me off. But according to CNN, it's like no matter there's a quote that's like, no matter how you feel about what he did, no one deserves to be held in this detention. Okay, then how about we start talking about real people with real problems who are in detention centers? Yeah, if the problem's the detention center, then- maybe you should fix it up. And it's like, also people should be mindful of public health when they're traveling. You're not the only person. Well, yeah. I mean, no, I don't think that these detention centers should exist period, but I do believe in consequences for not doing something that you should do for the health of the public. And if they really give a shit so much, then let's start paying attention to what's going on in 
China and our border because there's large groups, people being in centers where they have absolutely no rights. Yeah. Right. Fuck you, CNN. But they haven't won Wimbledon. They're just escaping persecution and genocide. Fuck them. Learn tennis. Learn tennis, bitch. Put a racket in their hand and show me what they can do. Then I'll make my decision. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, Bridget, you have to tell me. You played Wordle. I played Wordle, baby. What is Wordle? Wordle? (laughs) Okay. The only reason people are acknowledging it and like talking about it is because the New York Times did a piece on it. And the story is like, oh, this software engineer designed this game for his wife who loves word games. And this way she could do a word game challenge without having to be bombarded by ads. So that sounds kind of neat. I I read that a little bit and I was like, oh, okay. I love games. I hate ads. Let's. Let's do it. Sign me up, baby. It's Wordle time. So there is no Wordle app. There is a Wordle app, but it's a ripoff of this game. And those have ads. This game is actually a website, a UK website, where you're only allowed to play one game per day. And you get six guesses to guess a five-letter word. And once you guess it, You could share your results with Twitter and they have this neat little uh, feature where it will show your results using colors the game uses to to give you hints. I yeah, I just looked at it. I'm playing. You see like these green and yellow and black squares because this was a way to show your results without giving away what the The word word is. So does everyone have the same word? Yes. Like, is it one word a day? Yes. Oh. oh, and so when you see it, people show their little graph of like when they started guessing certain letters. Right. So green means you guess the right letter in the right spot. Yellow means that you guess the right letter that's in the word, but it's in the wrong spot. And black means it's not in this game. Oh, it's actually a pretty easy game. I've played it now about four or five times. I usually guess the word within four guesses. I have my little strategy. You want to help me right now? Yeah. So I'm playing Wordle. Let's play live Wordle. So the first word I guessed was serve. That's a good one. But you see, <laughs> now as a little hint. As That's a, t- I, why would I use two E's? Exactly. I had that same thought. Oh, you mean like strat- strategy wise? Yeah. Yeah. You want to put as many different as many letters, letters in as possible because you could learn something. Right. I'm and already so learning. it's fully blank. It's already blank. There's not like a letter in there. It's not like Wheel of Fortune. It's where fully you have blank. To fill it in. Okay. It's just five it. spots. So S is correct, but there's no E, R, or V. So what do we think? Soups. So I already know what today's word is. Oh. So I, I won't tell you that much, but if, if another like little hint comes up, like in terms of using letters, but court, if Courtney has any. Oh, good. So I guessed soups. Sort of guesses. Okay, I guess soups. Yeah. But you did plural? Yes. Use two S's. Well, I already knew the S was in there. Yeah, but then you only, then you know, just use but one S. I didn't, but I didn't know it was only one S. It could have been more than one S, right? But you Can did score two new letters, right? I did because yeah. I know now oh. that the third letter is U and there's a P in it as well but it's not the fourth letter. So I'm oh, going to guess. So something with an H. Sh- oh, but there's an, so S P H. There's an S a P and a U. 
And is the S the first letter? The S is the first letter. The U is the third letter. The P could be anywhere. Blurp? Spunk. I'm guessing spunk. Those are, okay, so the P isn't supposed to be there. Let's try slurp. You're very close. Well, wait, you can't use the R. The R is out from serve. Yeah, so everything but the R. So S, L, U, and P are correct. Yes. Lump? I guess so. Yay! Great! Wow! Okay, I'm gonna play this game every day now. Grace, you have to tell me this little tiny Biden bite. Major Biden is mysteriously no longer at the White House. OG listeners of the pod will remember that we talked about Major Biden in one of our early episodes. Major Biden was one of Joe Biden's dogs who bit a couple people. And because of that, we decided that Major is a comrade. Uh, He is a communist and he is on our team. So we've been big fans of Major Biden here on this podcast. On December 20th, Joe Biden posted from the POTUS Instagram account a picture of a new German shepherd. Not champ, not major or two known entities in the White House. He really likes those German shepherds. I know. That has huge tattletale energy liking German shepherds. Yeah, I'm surprised (laughs) that the people who hate Joe Biden haven't made that correlation. So he posted that there is a new German Shepherd in the White House whose name is Commander. And with the arrival of Commander. Commander replaced Comrade? Yeah, Commander replaced Comrade Major. That's the word on the street. That's the that's the skinny. Wait, so where is Major? Well, he was McCarthy'd. Whoa. McCarthyism is back. It is. Oh. And he's what's with him giving all of his dogs like military rank military names. names? It makes so much sense. So he, he is basically the same as Trump, just with like better social identity politics, just with more dogs. I think he's slightly less evil, uh, but I do think that he has a big boner for the military. Yes, he definitely does. And he definitely hates that when his dogs are communists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which definitely. I think Trump would hate, too. Yes, <laughs> I agree. So I'm calling out to you, listeners of the Gossier, just don't let major go unfound watch out for major yeah release major free major when i saw the new addition to the first family commander i thought it was so that major could have a brother no major has a brother it's champ well champ died didn't he oh no champ's not dead no champ's younger than major no i thought something did happen to champ I thought one of the dogs died. Yeah. No, they got Champ to take off some of the pressure from the major biting people story. Yeah, but then I thought he died. Hold on. Champ. Champ Biden dead. <laughs> I'm Googling that. Oh, he did die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. Huh. Yeah, ma- so Major was executed. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> he crimes. needs his own comrade. Major commander. was made an example of. They blindfolded him. Gave him a milk bone. They brought him in front of all the other dogs and said, this is what happens when you talk about forgiving student loan debt. And then they shot Major in the head. Oh, no. And if that's not true, then the White House needs to release our comrade. (laughs) Just release Major and all is going to be good, Joe Biden. Yeah. Yeah, just send us a picture of him holding up today's newspaper and we'll be fine. Or even better... Forgive student loan debt. And then we know you definitely don't hate socialists. 
Courtney, you have to tell me. Devin Nunes resigns from Congress to work for oh. Truth Network. Devin Nunes, yes. I always say Nunes when I read it. That's I do weird too. because you would think there would have like it would have a tilde over it, like Nunez or something, but no, it's just it looks like Nunes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which makes sense because he seems like such a fucking dweeb. So uh one of our dear California representatives, Devin Nunez, Nunez, who Do you say one of our dear? Well, I mean, that was sarcastic. Okay, making sure he, that that sarcasm no. is read as sarcasm. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Fuck Devin Nunes. Let me Thank make you. that clear. He's Thank a Republican you. and he represents some part of California. I Probably think Orange County. <laughs> oh, you know what? It actually might be Orange County because, well, I'll get into it. So he announced early, early in December that by the end of 2021, he was going to resign from the House of Representatives in order to pursue his lifelong dream of being the CEO of Trump Media and Technology Group. And who wouldn't? I love being on a sinking ship. <laughs> My lifelong dream of being on a sinking ship. Right. He's a Trump sycophant, has always been one of his little lackeys. It's funny because I think he wants to make this seem like he is like leveling up and is like, I'm moving on. No one's making me do this. But the truth is that with the new census data, his district is being redistricted and it's most likely going to have a Democratic bent to it. So it was a way for him to get out before he was fired. Exactly. This whole thing is so fucked up because as we all know, the reason Trump ran for president was so that he could lose and start a media organization. But then he accidentally won. <laughs> and now he still gets only in America, baby. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Best and country in the world. He we're number one. <laughs> so they're starting it. And he on like the same day that Nunez announced that he was resigning, he officially resigned this week. So he is now out of the House of Representatives. Trump tweeted out or I guess he didn't tweet because he doesn't tweet. But he let out a message that th says that Devin will make an excellent CEO of TMTG, which I guess is now what it's going to be called, the Trump, Trump media, media and technology. TMTG. TMTG. I can already see it in like the corner of my television screen, like red and white and blue and like fucking annoying as hell. But honestly, good riddance, Devin Nunes. We don't want you representing California anyway. Yeah. Hi, bitch. Bridget. You have to tell me Joe Millionaire is back. Hell yeah. Now, do you guys remember the first Joe Millionaire? Yes. I didn't watch it, but I'm familiar with the premise. But review the premise to our dear listeners. All right. So the first seasons of Joe Millionaire aired back in 2003. Great year. Great year. Bachelor was kicking off, doing strong. They thought, let's add another dating show to the mix. Yes. This was the beginning of the dating show renaissance. Yes. Yes. And the old Joe, Joe Millionaire only ran for two seasons. The first season was in 2003 and starred a 28-year-old Evan Marriott. And Marriott, Marriott used to be an underwear model before he switched mm -hmm. his career to construction, which, let's be honest, I don't, I don't think you switched to that in a willing way, but I could be wrong. Sounds like his dad set him down and was like, son, you have to take over the company. Well, it seems like if he was getting work as an underwear model, he wouldn't have switched. 
Yeah, that's exactly. And it seems like you'd only switch if you probably did so much coke, you probably took the shit on the wrong person's desk and they said you're never working in this town again, <laughs> except for in construction. Anyway, so he's a construction worker, but he, I can't help but notice, has the last name of a popular hotel chain. Yes, and I don't know if there is some sort of connection there, but all the women on the show were told that he was an heir to a $50 million fortune. And with his last name being Marriott, I would be like, okay. Wow, I know exactly which fortune it is. I stay at those hotels. I'm like, I, I am so excited that I could stay to Marriott for free. I signed me up for the show. I love it. You guys have resorts, right? Yeah. So that was a hit. So later that year, the show dropped a second season called The Next Joe Millionaire. And this time is with a man named David Smith, who starred as a fake oil tycoon who is supposedly worth $80 million. And his winner actually broke up right after filming ended. In the first season, when he picked the winner, they both got like a money, a huge cash prize. Right, because it wasn't part of the premise, like, yeah, being like, I want to marry this person or I'm going to take this money. And then you find out if he's actually rich or not. Yeah. But didn't the girls go in thinking he was rich and they didn't find out until the end? Yes. And so that's why I think the first season they got money because she was like, oh, I'll, I'll ride this out for a bit. The second season, since the woman broke up with him right after Linda Castova, uh, they didn't receive a million dollar prize, but she did walk away with $250,000 and Smith won a 90 acre ranch in Texas. Okay. What? <laughs> Which feels like something else. Seems weird. like he's going to lose money to that. Well, it yeah. sounds like a RuPaul situation where like a you fracking. own the ranch, but someone's going to be fracking. Frack. Yeah. yeah. Hey. You're like a fracking front. <laughs> Yeah, which right. I, I guess there are worse ways to make money. Uh, but that was pretty bad. <laughs> but so Joe Millionaire is coming back. So it's coming back. It actually came back last Thursday. Oh, I have not had a chance to watch it yet. Is it on my radar to watch? Hell yeah, because it's on Hulu. I've heard the ads. You can either rewatch it on like Fox now or Hulu. And the girls don't know the man's not rich. Yes. And there's two men. Is one rich and one's poor? Yes. And they have to figure out which one. And they both claim to be CEOs. That would be so easy for me. Not to be whatever. But if you tell me one man's rich and one man's poor, I will know by the end of the episode. What? Okay, so what do you think? Like, what's your go-to question or your, like, big red flag of meeting a rich or a poor? Well, there's not going to be a lot of red flags, but it's going to be in the little details, right? So number one, you have a nanny? (laughs) this is how i do it this is my first line of attack okay i'm eating whatever shrimp say i'm eating shrimp (laughs) i say my mom used to make this all the time for me after she got home from work because it was just so quick and easy you know like what'd your mom make for you men aren't smart enough to pick up on those little things okay that's that's good it's gonna be stuff like that or it's like oh my god i used to have shoes just like this when i was little my mom used to always take me back to school shopping at macy's where'd you go back to school shopping now what if this is like a self-made ceo though like what if that falls apart oh if you started from humble beginnings yeah no ceo is truly (laughs) self-made I would say on the subject of food, I'd say like, what are five of your pantry staples that you always have? Because like, think about like a rainy day, AKA 
when I have to eat rice, which was, I feel like a lot when I first graduated from college was like, I always had to have rice just in case that was all I was going to eat. Well, I think too, you can ask a lot. You can, I think you can get a lot of clues based on like, like I love grocery shopping. That's a thing about me. I would talk about grocery shopping all the time. That's going to be a huge red flag. Someone's rich or poor. If they do their own shopping and what they buy, if they even think mm-hmm. about what they're buying when they're grocery or shopping. where they go, if they, if they yeah. exclusively shop at whole foods, I'd say that's interesting. Or, or where they like to vacation. Like if they're if like, they vacation, Oh, I love going to Florida or Mexico. Okay. Yeah. I just think there's a lot of clues that a savvy woman can pick up on. Yeah. So yeah, here's a little thing. I heard an interview actually this morning with both of the stars of Joe millionaire. Ooh. And when they first started talking, I thought I'd be able to tell which one was rich and what was poor. And they both kind of have Southern esque accents. So that's right them out both of the- Southern. Yeah. It like really threw Ooh, me. Who'd you vote for? I, well, I, yeah. Oh, that's a good question. Because you know, if they but voted for Trump, they have not. Money. In- yeah. But not even necessarily mm. because here's the thing. Also, you have to think about these people. They know that they're being, you know, looked at to see who's yes. rich and who's poor. There are things that they will know to lie about. Yes, I was going to say. They'll know what that means. There are things they won't know what to lie about. If you can play it as a way that like they don't think of it as a clue question, which is why it's like my mom always used to cook this for me. Would your mom cook for you? Yeah, he, they said both these dudes said neither one named Joe, by the way. I guess neither of the original ones were either, but uh, they said that they were trained by like the producers to be oh. prepared for these kind of questions. Like, so do you like flying first yeah. class or like do you that like- one's easy? You I gotta, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you gotta give them an open ended question where they'll talk too much. They'll they'll talk themselves in a circle yeah. and all of a sudden reveal something. Yeah, it can't be yes or no. Can't give them yes or no's. Yeah, I'm going to go on record. And if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. But I just looked at the two Instagram profiles. I Sir Kurt's the poor one. Kurt Sowers is the poor one. <laughs> that, you send how do you those? find that look. so quick? I searched Joe Millionaire on um, Instagram. I'll send you both of their profiles. Yeah, I feel like we all need to take a look at this. Yeah, I need to know. I need to see just by looking too. You can see exactly what they're doing with the two of them. And I think they're kind of trying to pull one over. But I don't think they're going to get away with it with me. I do feel like you're a vet in this arena, so... Because here's the thing, man bun, number one. And obviously what they're trying to do is even looking at their profiles, Stephen McBee, entrepreneur, small town boy. That seems obviously like, oh, they're trying to misdirect me. No, because this guy, Sir Lord Liege, uh-uh. That's a man who's trying too hard to appear rich. Mm. But I mean, also sometimes rich people like to appear rich. So it could go either way. But also some rich people are just trashy. Well, that's the thing is like, I think what they want us to do is think too hard about it. Don't think too hard. It, I'm sorry, but Kurt has to be the poor one. No, I I disagree. Interesting. Looking at this oh. profile, this guy goes like fishing, not like deep sea, like rich fishing. He like looks like he goes fishing. They also cleaned their Instagram. Yeah, you can tell it's definitely very, um, they are mm. trying to present certain things. Actually, no, I think you're right because now I'm looking at Steven. He has this one photo that's in portrait mode. That looks like it was not sponsored content, but like almost could be. This is staged content. and it says TBT. He's the rich one. I'm telling you. It's my guess. Oh. I think Steven is the rich Steven's one. Yes, the rich I one. agree. I agree. Small town boy. They're trying too hard to throw us off the scent. Yes. Which is like, mm-hmm. come on. Oh, he they like both like scrubbed their Instagrams though. 
Yes. Yeah. They don't want us to dig too deep because we're going to be able to tell right away. Oh, Kurt is so hot, though. We should be looking at their LinkedIn's. Yeah. They've scrubbed those by now. I don't know. You think so? I'm sure they have. LinkedIn is the next place a person would look. Wait, wait. Okay. Let me check. Let's check. I'm going to look up Stephen McBee. Okay. I'll do. I'll do Kurt. He doesn't even have a LinkedIn, or at least not one that's easily easy to find. There are four Kurt profiles. Any pictures match? Oh, no picture. They got their LinkedIn's scrubbed, of course. That if you're a true CEO of any company, you have a LinkedIn. But you're right. I think they did. They're trying to throw us off the scent. There is one that is a UPS driver and a third connection. Here's my new theory. They're both poor. Oh, my God. They're trying to get us to fall for something. That is actually probably right. That's my theory. They lied the other two seasons. Why wouldn't they lie this season? It's the original lie, but they want to reinvent it. So we think they're not lying. No, I think they're both four. They're both four. That's okay. That's a good prediction. I think you cracked it. I'm in your head, Joe Millionaire. Next up, we're doing a middle segment that is all about death and one death in particular. (laughs) We should mention we did lose two other legends this past week, Peter Bondanovich, which if you think he's a cinema hero, please listen to the You Must Remember This Polly Plath series because he was kind of a dirtbag husband who also had a very scandalous relationship with a woman who was pretty much a teenager who was also murdered in L.A. And the other person to be recognized is Sidney Poitier because he broke through so many incredible boundaries as a black actor in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Like he was getting roles in a time where it was extremely difficult for any person of color. So wanted to recognize them. But I think the one that we're going to talk about is probably way closer to our hearts as women in comedy. We're talking, of course, about Betty White, who died on New Year's Eve, right as we were exiting 2021 and at 99 years old. But everyone has been quick to point out any version of loophole that can say she did make it to a hundred because as you probably know, Betty White was famous at this point for being funny and old. Yeah. But if you don't know her off the top of your head, which I think you do, what she was most known for is golden girls. Bridget, if you want to play your favorite clip. Oh yeah. Well, it's a clip that I feel like is good to get the idea of before this Betty White was like in, she was in the Mary Tyler Moore show Mm -hmm. She was in classic Hollywood comedies. But I think when she became known, especially to millennials and to the general public, she really made a name and personality for herself as Rose on Golden Girls. And I will play a clip and you'll see why. Thanks to all this constant bickering, I have a splitting headache. Oh, girls, let's face facts. The three of us just can't agree on anything. I mean, it is obvious we were not meant to live together. I hate to agree with you, but I think you're right. I think so, too. In fact, I know so. This is exactly what happened during the Great Herring War. (laughs) The Great Herring War? Yes, between the Lindstroms and the Johanssons. Oh, that Great Herring War. (laughs) The 
two families control the most fertile herring waters off the coast of Norway, so naturally it seemed like it would be in their best interest to band together. Oh, boy, was that a mistake. You see, they couldn't agree on what to do with the herring. Oh, well, that's understandable. I mean, the possibilities are overwhelming. <laughs> exactly. The Johansons wanted to pickle the herring, and the Lindstroms wanted to train them for the circus. <laughs> Weren't they kind of hard to see riding on the elephants? Oh, not that kind of circus. A herring circus. Sort of like SeaWorld. Uh -huh. Only smaller. Much, much smaller. <laughs> but bigger than a flea circus. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, tell me, Rose, um... <laughs> Did they ever shoot a herring out of a cannon? <laughs> But they shot him into a tree. After that, no other herring would do it. Here's my thing about Betty White is that I've always been like, God, she's always looked so old to me because she, I guess, has always been old for as long as I've been alive. But even looking at that, I'm like, God, she looks so old. She like has looked the same for decades well in that show too they were made to look old yeah oh right yeah, yeah i guess that's so true. it's like it is kind of trippy because you're like it feels like she's been a hundred years old forever yes yeah. exactly and many people loved golden girls i was a little too young to watch golden girls so this is for the younger millennials I. and gen z where i really learned where, who betty white was was when she kind of had her career resurgence in the movie the proposal and if you haven't seen The Proposal, I highly recommend it as a romantic comedy in general. It's such a good movie. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? Oh, the whole movie is so funny, Bridget. Well, with like Golden Girls, I watched some of it maybe live or syndicated. And then in college, my roommate was a huge Golden Girls head. Oh. So like that's where I watched probably the bulk. That makes sense. But when The Proposal came out, it like wasn't cool to watch rom-coms. Oh. <laughs> was for me. Me too. Come to me, Margaret of New York. It's I, Grandma Annie. Oh, I see you are a curious one. Come, see how I give thanks to Mother Earth. You know, actually, uh, I'm, I'm not that curious. I'm just... Look around you. Mother Earth has provided all this, just as she brought you and Andrew together to be joined. Oh. We must give thanks and ask that your loins be abundantly fertile. Come, dance with me in celebration. You know, can I, can I just uh, thank her from here? I'll just- I insist! Okay, 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 have a, I will, will come down and dance with you. Follow and learn. Come on, Margaret, feel the rhythm of the drums. Now you! Me what? Chat. Chat what? Chat, whatever comes to you, it is the way. But I don't, I don't know any uh, chants. Well, for the trees, use your vowels. E, O, O, E. Yes. Chant. Chant. Yes. E, trees. To the universe! Universe. Ah. Universe. Crazy. 
Yes. The window. Yes. Window. Yeah. Wall. Wall. The swept and turned my balls. Oh, you bitches. Louder! To the window. To the window. To the walls. To the walls. To the sweat drip down my balls. All you bitches crawl. All these heat for the... All these heat for the To the window. To the wall. What a film. You should watch it, Bridget. It's so funny. Oh, I fucking love that movie. Anyway, so Betty White, comedic icon known for being old and funny. She's kind of had a resurgence ever since the proposal and she's been America's sweetheart. I don't think she ever even stopped. Like, I think- But she wasn't like actively like in stuff the same way that she has been since then. I feel like she's always been in something. Well, she's always been in stuff, but I don't think she was like just at the forefront of the national consciousness. Yes, she was on, I mean, like in- 2004 through 2008, she was on 16 episodes of Boston Legal. She was on an episode of My Name is Earl. She was on an episode of Ugly Betty, but like she was like on an episode of this here and there, you know, on Family Guy, The Simpsons. She was on Joey. Oh my gosh. But she wasn't like on something the way that she was working since the proposal. She went straight to The Bold and the Beautiful. Oh, that's weird. She did the bold and the beautiful. That is weird, isn't it? And then she did hot in Cleveland after the proposal. Oh, which right. I kind remember of her hot big Cleveland. welcome yeah. back. Oh, yeah. My main r- relationship with Miss Betty White, other than like admiring her in the proposal and then other small clips I'd seen, was that every year that she didn't die, I felt was like a blessing because I just feel like she was like that celebrity that anytime, because I, I remember the year that Michael Jackson and Farrah Fawcett and then that guy who did like Sham Wow. It was a 30 Rock joke. Oh, maybe that that must have just seeped into my brain. This yeah. happens to me a lot where I think I have an original thought, but it turns out to have just been something that Tina Fey wrote that I just absorbed. Keep refreshing. Maybe Andy Dick has died in the last 20 seconds. Okay, I'll keep looking. No, I have to take matters into my own hands. Hello? Boom! Who is this? Hey, Betty, it's TJ. Tracy! I haven't seen you since that rapping grandma movie we did. <laughs> you were so funny as the rapping grandma. So how are you feeling? Any arm pain? Shortness of breath? Plans to investigate corruption in Russia? Wait a minute. Are you calling because the Pac-Man guy and Jugbert Cody died? Is this a rule of threes call? Um, no. Nice try, Jordan. But I am going to be at your funeral. I will bury you. She almost did. I was like, that would have got that would have been way darker if he died in that car accident. Yeah, for sure. That scene would have different feelings for people. Anyway, we love you, Betty White girl. Have fun in heaven. Lost a true queen. Bridget, what's the Betty White challenge? Is it like the ice bucket challenge? Because I will do it. It's better than the ice bucket challenge because ice bucket challenge just raised awareness. <laughs> the Betty White challenge, you actually do donate money. If you're financially able to, people are asking that you donate $5 to a local shelter in the name of Betty White on her birthday, which would have been January 17th. We forgot to mention the people. <laughs> Oh, yeah. People magazine has been prepping like a Betty White turns 100 cover for, you know, a month or so. 
couple months, who knows? Anyway, they had to scrap their entire cover and rework it to basically be like icon. And it did say turns 100. It was online. Betty White, before she died on her Twitter, sent a link that said, thank you, People Magazine. It was great creating this article with you. Yeah. Betty White was basically like, it's coming. And then she said, I got to go. Then she said, peace out. Guys, I I can't start off 2022 like that. You've had enough. I'm going to bow out now. She's like, I don't want to wait and see what happens after the coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good here. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, I get it. For our main topic today, we are talking about the one, the only queen of the girl bosses, Elizabeth Holmes, who was just found guilty of fraud. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So Miss Elizabeth Holmes was just convicted on how many counts? I want to say 11, 11. (laughs) I think she was, she was tried for 11. Yeah. She got four and it's all about like defrauding her investors, which I always find kind of annoying because it's like, Oh, only if like the rich people are affected by it, like not the patients and stuff. Exactly. There was a charge about frauding the patients that she was found not guilty for. Yeah. I saw an article that was like why it didn't hold up, but I didn't have time to read it. But I, Theranos is one of those things. Have, have you guys watched Bad Blood? I haven't watched it, but I, I haven't. But I know what the idea about Theranos is. Okay, please enlighten me because I have read and read and read and I do not get it. Oh, okay. At so all. Theranos, so this was at the time you have to remember. So Elizabeth Holmes, woman with crazy voice, wears turtlenecks. This is at the time when Steve Jobs is like the pinnacle of, what a tech CEO looks like. Yeah. Okay. Cause 2004 is kind of when it's, well, it is when she dropped out of Stanford. I have a, a timeline in front of me. So to, I didn't know it started in 2004. That was news to me. It took but much longer on. for it to really get anywhere. Right. Of course. Yeah. Basically she created a company called Theranos and she was obviously leaning into being this very Steve Jobs esque figure. And what that came with was like really futuristic stuff, really confident stuff. Because you have to remember the creation of the iPhone felt very futuristic when we got it, you know? Remember? Oh, yeah. yeah. In, two, in 2004, the iPhone did not exist. Yeah. When the iPhone did come out, I only knew like a, a handful of people who actually had one. Yeah. yeah. And I remember being like, why would you ever want a phone that's all glass? Like, you're just going to break it. I remember being like, why would I want my iPod on my phone? I already have my iPod. Yeah, I already have my digital camera. Why would I want it on my phone? I was like, that's too much. That's too much for me. My my 12 uh, megapixel camera is way better than my cell phone camera. Right, exactly. (laughs) Tell me about it. But that's the world we were in was like technology was advancing at this rate that we were not like prepared for. And it still is. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like it was so much more public facing than it ever had been. Yes. So enter Elizabeth Holmes who founds this company called Theranos that says she's basically developing methods to test blood in new, easy ways. Without having to draw it with a needle because she was afraid of needles from what I read. At first, she just said, you know, it's basically an at-home blood test kit. You prick your finger, you get a little bit of blood, you send it, we do all the testing, it's super easy. That was what she first said. And then she said, actually, we're even developing methods where you don't even have to take any blood, where you just do testing at home. And she said it and no one asked any follow-up questions. Well, yeah, I was going to say, so how did they, how does she expect that we do that without taking any blood? She just said, she, we're working on it. Huh. And she did have some guidance 
and some incredible people that she met through Stanford who sort of helped her feel like her vision was attainable or and if not attainable meet the people who would give her money so she could at least play with their money yes she (laughs) had a lot of personal connections and as the personal connections added up she became more credible because it was like oh if this person is giving her money if murdoch is giving her money yes right if Henry Kissinger Kissinger is giving he was her on money. the board. Henry Kissinger was on the board. A lot yes. of people were on the board. That's the thing. It became like she had enough personal connections that supported her. And then those begot other personal connections. So it got to a certain point where people weren't asking questions and were just supporting her because they're like, well, she must be a genius the way everyone's reacting. Yeah, like a wunderkind. And then she had a business deal with CVS. Well, Walgreens or Walgreens was going to be involved when I was reading up on this timeline. I did not realize because it was like Walgreens. And then I think like Safeway, like other big kind of like convenience store type things started creating partnerships with Theranos. And my question is, do either of you remember seeing anything in 2013 about Theranos, like coming to Walgreens or like our partnership with Theranos? Because I don't. But I also wasn't really paying attention. I don't remember that, but I do remember when this broke, because when this broke, what else was breaking was Nexium and yeah. a lot of the Epstein stuff, mm-hmm. which let's do a game. So because the Epstein stuff was breaking at the same time, there's huge overlaps in Ghislaine Maxwell and Elizabeth Holmes up until even now where Elaine over our little break was also tried and convicted for, I believe she was five out of six charges. I think it was almost all of her charges. It was all but one. And that's even more incredible because I think with Elizabeth Holmes, like we're saying, like the reason her case really mattered or got seen was because of the rich people she fucked over. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, um, that Ponzi scheme guy, um, 10, five years ago. Madoff? Madoff. That was more than five years ago. I was going to say, that was in 2008, right? That was 2008. That, that was 13 like years ago. 12 years ago, yeah. <laughs> I barely remember it because I was just a baby. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so the, these two things are happening kind of simultaneously. We're screwing over people's money and they're going to court at the same time. So I thought it'd be fun to make a quiz where I give you headlines and I have the name blanked out and you have to guess if it's Elaine or Elizabeth. Now, did you guys want to be on the same team or do you want to rival each other? Let's let's rival each other. We will each make our own guesses. We can yeah. eat, we can make different guesses with the same guess and we'll see who wins. Yeah. OK, so the first one comes from the Daily Mail. Smiling blank makes the most of her freedom. I think that's Ghislaine. Yeah, I think it's Ghislaine because I don't think Elizabeth Holmes is one to smile much. This one was actually Elizabeth Holmes. <gasps> Sorry, Whoa. Elizabeth. I didn't mean to call you not smiley. The convicted fraudster takes a stroll with husband and baby son, William, around leafy $135 million California estate three days after being found guilty in the Theranos trial. Serve. So this was just recently. Yes. Oh, wow. Her. Well, she's got a cute baby. I don't know if it's cute. Didn't she like get pregnant 
like to try to delay the trial? A lot of people point to the pregnancy because who wants to send a pregnant woman to jail? Right. That exactly. is girl boss mogul mindset. And that's why she's innocent. <laughs> Girls, <laughs> you think that those uteruses are useless? They'll keep you from going to jail. That is all making the patriarchy work for you. Yeah. Put a fertilized egg in that bubble. Yeah, give me one fertilized egg. I'll never see the inside of a prison cell. <laughs> and you know what? And once you pop that one out, get another fertilized egg in there. Yeah. You just keep going. They can never put you in jail. You're always pregnant. That is the conservative dream. So you both are at zero, zero here. Great. Second one, Vanity Fair. As blank burned... So that's the name of something or someone. Blank was partying at Burning Man. That's Elizabeth. That's Elizabeth Holmes. That's right. Yeah. I don't picture Ghislaine at Burning Man. During Theranos' final days, Holmes was wearing white fur and partying in the desert. As she should. Okay, Grace, whose side are you on? Elizabeth's. (laughs) (laughs) I'll, I'll make that clear as we talk about it. If you are stupid enough to believe someone who says she can test your blood without pricking your skin, you deserve your to lose fault. your money. That's true. That's a good point. That's because if someone point. came up to me and said, I have a cool idea for a new company where we can test your blood and I don't even have to prick your skin, I would be like, that doesn't make any sense. And they'd be like, what if I told you I got money from Henry Kissinger? And I'd be like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> but to, to be fair, because this is a huge part of the case is that she was telling people with real blood disorders and taking the prick of blood saying we're going to test this and then never testing it right yeah that's not great and those people got really fucked over yeah they're not getting anything out of this yeah that's not great um that's not her best move (laughs) not her best work nobody's perfect (laughs) but may i counter with Does she look like the kind of woman you can trust? (laughs) (laughs) I would be like, I think I'm going to go to my doctor too, but thanks. I did see a headline that was like, she was able to secure all of her funding through like essentially seducing. I don't think like literally seducing. No, I think some of it was. Oh, (laughs) well, I mean, you can make whatever argument. I do think that she probably didn't have to do much to seduce old rich white men. She's a skinny blonde woman in a turtleneck. All she has to do is blink at them. No, honestly. All she, all so she does is pull down the turtleneck a centimeter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just a centimeter. And they said, oh, was that a peep of your clavicle? Yeah. <laughs> I think that probably she was seducing them, but I probably, I don't think she was doing any work. Heavy, no heavy lifting. No heavy sure. lifting. Not yeah, no, Elizabeth. I think you're right. Like, I think she like talked to them and they were like boners popping left and right. Mm-hmm. No, Viagra pills popping popping left and right. <laughs> okay, so one one here. Now this comes from Business Insider. Blank's husband dumped her by phone in jail. This I that's, heard about. That's Elaine, which is iconic. And I know that because also Elizabeth Holmes has a husband. He didn't dump her. Uh yeah, Scott Borgensen, When he called Elaine, it was with a prison phone call and he told her that he had moved on with another woman that is cold that is funny yeah i mean it is cold but i have no patience for gillian maxwell so oh yeah i think that man i'm glad that he moved on with another woman oh hell yeah i'm glad that he saved the information until after she was in jail well and i'm sure he's a fucking creep oh i'm sure he probably was part of it too 
That yeah. was probably a perk of being married to her. Yeah. And I think there's more to it, but, but that's not what we're talking about today. Well, and also, I don't want to spoil any other future questions. Other headlines. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So where are we at? 2-2? Two, two? Yeah. yeah, 2-2. Two, two. Okay, this comes from the Washington Post. The blank trial is the hottest ticket in Silicon Valley. That's Elizabeth. That Holmes. has to be Theranos, right? Yes, that was easy. Yeah. That was easy. Uh, people were waiting in line for hours every day for a chance to see her testify. But to be fair, people were also waiting in line for hours to see the Ghislaine. I mean, as someone who is embarrassingly a true crime junkie, if it were happening like down the street, I might also oh, be yeah. in line. Yeah, and I have nothing to yeah. do. I'm working yeah. remote. I can check my email from line. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can check my email from line. That's easy. And Grace, you were kind of doing a little Britney. Britney, oh, yeah. Say, I will say, I guess I do that. I mean, I can't, I don't wait in line to go into the courthouse, but my office is famously right by a celebrity courthouse in LA. So I often am, you know, watching the crowds. See, giving us the 411. Yeah, the on the ground scoop. Yeah, truly. She's a woman on the street. Yeah. So we're 3 3 now. You guys are doing great. Great. Thank you. This comes from People Magazine. Okay. Everything to know about Blank's hotel air fiance. Oh, this is Elizabeth Holmes. I was going to guess Ghislaine, if I'm going to be oh, honest. Guess Ghislaine. So, guess Ghislaine then. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It is Elizabeth Holmes. That makes sense because Ghislaine just got dumped so she wouldn't have a fiance. But, but to be fair, both of them had secret marriages. Their marriages didn't come out until later. Like, I guess people knew that... Uh, Elizabeth was with this hotel heir. She's been, she got engaged to him in 2019. And they were saying they're going to get married, but there was no record of their marriage. There still is no record of their marriage, as far as I know. And they've never directly confirmed it. Yes. And then with Elaine, no one knew she was married until she was in jail. Until she got dumped. That's funny. Okay. So now it's, I have three, you have four. Is that right, Grace? Yes. Damn. Okay, this is from the New York Post. Blank attended Vanity Fair party after killed expose. Ghislaine? I would say Ghislaine, yeah. That is correct. Yeah, she seems like someone who would do that. Well, she seems like she would be more likely to be invited to a Vanity Fair party. I mean, depending on when the Vanity Fair party is. Right. And I would say most of the people, Ghislaine's rich people were more celebrities Elizabeth is much more like Silicon Silicon Valley, but they both have that's where the Venn diagram is, right? They both have a lot of politicians, right? So we are still three, four or four or five or five. This comes from TMZ. Blake's family insists deep voice isn't fake. So that's Elizabeth. I like that her family's coming out to bat on the voice. They're like, that's literally how she talks. She She's literally been, talks like this. So she forever. was like, her first words were like, mom, can I get a glass of milk? Right. I like her. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Grace, you've made that exceedingly yeah, clear. I'm, I hate to say it. I think she's fun. <laughs> I mean, she does great character work. Say what you want, Elizabeth Holmes. Like, okay, yes. She lied to people with blood disorders. That's bad. But it is so overwhelmingly funny that she went to people and said, I have a tool that can test your blood without pricking you and got to be a billionaire because of it. 
Right. Which well, that's yeah. hysterical. I mean, you're right. And you're right that like the problem is the idiots throwing the money, which yeah. is the only reason why she's being tried. It's it's right. an elitist court. Yes. Really. Yeah. And the only reason people are even meeting her to have the blood diagnosis is because some rich guy funded her to be there. So the rich guys who sponsored her, who supposedly got ripped off, should also be on court for projecting fake science on yes. people who needed real help. Well, and also I'm learning because I am reading the Wikipedia page. I have it pulled up. And so I'm you know, just give myself a quick overview. Here's the funniest part about it. The way that Elizabeth Holmes organized her stake in Theranos, her stake was essentially worthless because her investors had preferred shares. So if Theranos made money, they would have had to pay the investors first before they paid Elizabeth Holmes. But the gag is they never had to pay the investors because they never made they any never money. They never made any money? So I'm sorry, how's that Elizabeth's fault? I'm obsessed with her. It's like putting um, Elon Musk on trial. Uh, Elon Musk really hasn't done all these things he promised to do. I'm still waiting for that like under underground like railroad. No, not the underground railroad. Rail, uh, but like the high speed train system that yeah. he's allegedly yeah. building across the country. But he's too busy starting coups in Argentina, Colombia. Anyway, okay, where are we at? We are we five six? Yes. Yeah. And this one comes from the New York Times. The verdict on Blank's trial makeover. Ghislaine. I'm gonna say Elizabeth. It is Elizabeth. <gasps> yeah, tied, tied it up, up baby. Because Smart. I just saw a picture of her where her hair is like blown out. Oh, and makes she sense. usually doesn't look like that. So I thought maybe that's why. Are we tied now? Yeah, six, we're tied. Six? I tied it up. Okay, so this comes from The Times. Blank moves cash to husband. That would be Ghislaine. Elizabeth Holmes. It is Ghislaine. Because Ghislaine's the only one who has a confirmed husband. Ah, fuck. Back on top, baby. Damn it. This comes from the Daily Mail. Blank is a monster in designer clothes. A monster in designer clothes. Say Ghislaine. But I feel like it wants me to think Ghislaine. It's tough because we just talked about Elizabeth's makeover. Right. But I think I'm going to go with Ghislaine. It is Ghislaine. Man, I wish you'd gone with Elizabeth. I know. Well, that was a part of it. I was like, "Ooh, I'm ahead. I don't want to I don't want to diverge. <laughs> you piece of shit. So, Grace, you're still ahead by one. I'm one ahead. Yeah, it's I have seven. She has eight. I think we could end in a tie or we could end. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay. If you win, you have to give me like a billion dollars of seed money to start this great scientific invention that I have in my tell head. you what, if I win, I will send you this cool device I created it tests to see like if you're pregnant but you literally don't have to touch it oh now that i could get behind it's worth so much money that is actually a good gag i bet a bunch of men would not under like think that that couldn't happen exactly that's a good way to get some money grace million dollar idea right there billion dollar idea. lowering my voice go on bridget read us the headline <laughs> final one from daily news blank described herself as best business person in text in what in text messages elizabeth oh yeah that's got to be elizabeth it's elizabeth at first i thought you said in tech and i was like well that gives it away exactly me too oh, damn. and that was her texting her 
previous business partner slash ex-boyfriend. Oh, Balwani. C-O-O-O. Yeah, yeah Sonny Balwani. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's my question. That game was great. I feel like I've learned a lot. I feel like I kind of generally understand Theranos as like a concept and how she defrauded folks. Mm-hmm. But what was the linchpin that brought it down? There were investigations going on. Oh, whistleblowers. Oh, okay. There was also... According to, you know, former employees, there was a company culture of like secrecy and fear. Like it was like ask questions. Yeah. She made people feel bad. There was like a lot of emotional abuse. I did see a testimony from a former employee, I think, that like worked in the lab that was like, we all knew that the equipment actually didn't run tests, Mm -hmm. but like no one was saying anything about it or we all just like kept going. So this guy, John Kerry Rue, I don't know if that's how you say his name, at the Wall Street Journal, he started an investigation because he got a tip from a medical expert who thought that the Edison blood testing device seemed suspicious. So medical expert was like, that doesn't make any sense. And this yeah. Wall Street Journal reporter was like, okay, I guess I'll look into it. So he spoke to whistleblowers and, they, and he got some company documents. And basically- Elizabeth Holmes was like, you can't publish anything no matter what. And then basically, obviously, he published the article and ta-da. Okay, got And that was like the first thing. Okay, so then here's my question for you guys, my friends. When If you're in that situation, like you're Elizabeth, you're this amazing girl boss that Grace just idolizes. And this starts happening. And like, and like she knew that it didn't work. What is it that keeps her? Go- it's just just greed. Like, is she just greedy and power hungry that like she is just going to convince? Because she has to have some level of sociopathy. Well, I right? think like, once you've gotten away with it long enough, you think you can just keep faking it till you make it. I think it must get to a point. So when the article came out, she basically like the spin she was trying to create was like, when you're trying to change things, like people think you're crazy, but then you change the world. Like crazy people change the world. Like right. I think she just honestly thought she could talk her way out of it because she talked her way into it. I also think that yeah. a lot's going to come out in the Balwani case. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. normally, what did I just hear? I thought I heard that normally in these sort of cases, they would normally be like tried together. But I think because of their separate lawyers, they they made it so that they'd be tried separately. And so I think they're going to throw the bus on each other. And in yeah. in the case of um, Elizabeth, she does. She goes into like, right, this horrific sexual assault story while she oh. was in court, which was just like, that doesn't explain why. I mean, it's terrible to be right. In but a sexual explain assault why situation. you lied about this blood testing device. Yeah. Like, like you, both things can be true. Yeah. But it doesn't really explain the other. And I also think that she probably had some mentorship and some, someone who is investing who said, keep going the way technology is moving there is a likelihood we could like, I believe in this original concept that you brought to us. So let's just keep pushing through it until we can't like, I don't Mm -hmm. think, right. I don't think she was acting alone. And I think the people that did help her get as far as she did will never know or see them prosecuted because they're, they have so much fucking money. Right. So they'll be able to say like, Oh, she tricked me. Yeah, it's funny. My friend was just, we were talking about another, oh, the CEO of Better, that website that 
they just kicked, they fired a million people that the guy who's the CEO of that is like a serial entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And my friend was telling me how she thinks serial entrepreneurs should like literally be a medical diagnosis, like a psychological diagnosis in the, what's it called? The DSM, which is the diagnostic and statistical manual of mental disorders. And I kind of feel like that, like, like, I feel bad that Elizabeth had, had, you know, this horrific assault story, but I just feel like of all these tech like bros generally, but also like anyone in the tech field, who's just like this ambitious person, who's just like literally faking it till they make it. I feel like all they need is just some really good therapy. And then like their lives would not go off the rails like that. Well, I think a huge problem is capitalism. Our laws have been changed to benefit people who call themselves entrepreneurs. Like they don't even have to have a profit. All they have to do is have like a registered LLC. And then all of a sudden they can do all these tax write-offs. They could get all these sort of resources that the average person can't get. Yeah. Well, and also investors don't actually care if the product works. They care if the company makes money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's the thing. These investors, these people on the board, it's none of their business if you can get your blood tested without your finger being pricked. <laughs> what they see is people are interested in it and people want to buy it. So yeah, it helps them to get at the ground floor because then they're like, it'll make money even if it doesn't work. Well, and even if they don't create what they initially are saying they're going to create, likely something just as innovative would come from this. So it's like, a happy right. accident because they have enough money and resources to create something. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like we should take a final vote on Elizabeth and say, if we each think she's a girl boss or a villain. Wait, a girl boss is a villain. Okay. Girl boss, but like in a nice, like, in okay. Like in a reverential way is what I mean. Girl boss, the way Grace has been using yeah. it this whole time or villain. She's a girl boss and a villain. My thing about it is not to be whatever, but making the one really notable woman of this practice, the scapegoat is very convenient for the men who do this practice. Uh, I think she's still a villain and she still deserves to be found guilty of fraud, but she's not the only tech CEO doing shit like this. There's more witches in this. I do wonder what the repercussions in the industry will be like after this, as far as like seed money, investors, all people will be smarter about tricking people. Yes. I was like, nothing's really going to change. Yeah. They're just going to be much more diabolical. The thing is, I think the men who got tricked by Elizabeth Holmes would have reacted differently if they got tricked by a man. Oh, hundred percent. I think they're like, oh, she tricked me because she's a slut. Yeah. Rather than because, like, oh, he was smart. Grace, I think you're right. Yeah. So I think she is a villain and a girl boss. And I think making her the scapegoat is a little like convenient for some of the And not getting to the root of what is the really... actual problem. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So she's a villainous girl boss. Thank you all for joining us as always. Bridget, where can everybody find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bridget underscore suck it. Courtney, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at C underscore Doisy and on Twitter at The Real Doisy. Grace, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at The Grace Piper and on TikTok at Grapes Pipes. You can also find this podcast on Instagram and Twitter at The Gossier. On our social media profiles, you can find a link in our bio that will lead you to a number of links, but most importantly, a submission form. If over the holidays you thought of something that you want us to talk about since you have plenty of time to sit with your thoughts without us talking to you, 
submit something. We're happy to talk about it. And of course, while you're online clicking things, go ahead and leave us five stars and rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Yes, please do. And we have a lot more planned for this year. So 2022 is the year of the Gossier, baby. Gaslight, gatekeep, girl boss, Gossier. <laughs> yes. Oh, merch. Merch, <laughs> baby. I, I would drink out of a mug with that. That's it for this week. We will see you guys next week. Until then, have a good week. Bye. 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 Uh.